Second Corinthians chapter 2, verses 14, 15, 16. Hallelujah. Now, there's something very important here. I just decided that we should read like that to give us some insight. The various renditions uh, surely will help us to get to note some things. I have with me here the NIV, and I have other translations, but I wanted everyone to be reading, and then we'll check on. Thanks be to God, who always, not sometimes, always, always we include in all places. He always, on a daily basis, second by second, minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, weeks, months, yearly, always. He enables us and quickens an understanding in us. Always. He leads us in a triumphant or triumphal parade. He calls it here procession. Triumphal procession. Have you sit down, have you sat down to really talk, talk about, think about this thing? That like you sat down to look at this scripture. That God is leading you in a triumphal procession. What is triumphal procession? Talk about them. Triumphal procession. Yes? Omo Ibo? Victory March. It is the announcement of triumph. We have won victory. We want the world to know. God got victory through Christ and he wants the world to know and we are the agents. We are the placard-bearing people. We bear the cards. On a match like that, everybody has something written on the placard. I didn't crawl on your tube also. Some of them, sometimes when you read, you will just laugh. But the person means what he's saying. The grammar may not be good, but that's what it means. So, one placard is saying, we have victory over the devil and every one of his works. So, another one says, there cannot be barrenness about my life. One says, there is nothing that is impossible to me. I am able to do all things. And the banner, each one person over here is going to think of a banner that you are going to carry in the year 2021. What is the victory for? What does it mean to you? What Jesus came to accomplish that you are celebrating, what are you saying? What is the substance of your celebration? God always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ. And through us, very important, talking about you as a vehicle for the show. Through us, that means you've got to check yourself. Am I the right conduit? Am I well positioned? Do I have enough substance in me to make what God's program is radiate where I am and where I go? Right. It says... Um, through us, 
he spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. The knowledge of God has fragrance. They call it exquisite. But this, some of these oyibo, you need to eat salad to be able to speak them. Especially those of us who attended Kokunsi um, Secondary um, School, Abotrena Secondary School, Yamanche College, when you are meeting those who went to Ach, Way, and the rest of them, I decided and the rest of them, you need some salad. You need some salad. If you really need the salad, you should let me know so I'll organize some for you here. And there are many people here who can prepare very good salad to help you speak. But when you eat, you should be able to speak. Otherwise, you have caused financial loss to the state and be prosecuted. There is the aroma. It calls something the aroma of Christ. I think that's somebody's ministry's name. Um, that slim young man. Quiet like that. Aroma of Christ. Eh? On the Kwashiman Road. Near near where? You mean you don't know his name? Haba. Pastor, you brought him here. There at the hotel. He came there. He came there. I came here from Kumasi and he gave me an offering of $100 and gave me his CDs, and I have them. Whether you brought him or he came, I don't know. But I met him. I'll get the name. The moment I remember, I'll shout it out. He's a very cool guy. Because if it's not you, I don't know where else I met him. The aroma of Christ. There is something about Christ. You is someone you cannot hide in the corner. A powerful. A powerful. Bed. So where there's no bed, you know day. All right. It has, when you kill it, it's worse. That, that thing, when, when you smell it in a place, then you should be cautious. That if you are not careful, you will return to where you came from with luggage. That a man is there. There is that thing about Christ. There's a fragrance. When the Holy Ghost comes upon him, the wind of the Lord carries that fragrance. And he says, you are the one bearing it. God through us releases this aroma wherever we go. That should let you understand that you are not just a passive believer, but you are a vehicle 
for the radiation of the glory of God. And it comes through knowledge. The triumph that is spoken of in, in the Gospels, Colossians chapter 2 and verse 15, the Bible talks about Jesus taking captivity captive. He paraded captivity on the streets for everyone to know that the power of that man, that dreaded man, had come to an end. I like that scripture. He has taken captivity captive. It takes someone like Jesus to do that kind of thing. Now, so that you can walk around and breathe fresh air every time. That no matter the threats of the enemy, you know that you are the one through whom the aroma of this great work goes to people. So what you cannot bear and contain, you cannot radiate it. it can't, you can't allow that to ooze out of you. You are sitting by the man already tree. So ask him to help you. Ah. Praise God. There is a position where God has put us. When the wind of God blows, something comes around us. And it's done on a daily basis. We are in a parade. I've never seen anybody in a parade that is moody. I've never seen one that is crying. In fact, at that moment, you forget all your sorrows. And you are rejoicing. Everybody lifts up their hand. You lift your own. You have not eaten the whole day. But you forget about the hunger and you begin to show forth the glory of the one you are celebrating. The year 2021 is going to be a year of celebration. Because if he got victory for us, then we must show forth that victory. And that places upon us a huge burden. The burden of knowledge. It is through us that the knowledge of him and the fragrance of that knowledge is known both to those who are saved and the ones who are not saved. To those who are saved, for them to press harder and go deeper in their walk with the Lord. And the ones who are not saved, that they may come into salvation. When they see you, when they behold your glory, when they see your, they see your countenance in the moments of sorrow, when everyone is cast down, the Bible says, you shall say, there is a lifting up. Why? Because you are not swallowed by the sorrow. And they'll begin to wonder, where is this man speaking from? You are speaking from Christ. That's the city in which you dwell. That's where you are speaking from, from Christ. 
It is not just Jesus, but that place called Christ. We are in Christ, and in Christ we show for the triumph that he got for us. It plays a burden on you because you cannot be talking about the triumph and still be seen as being in captivity. It's going to put you at a verge where you've got to struggle to move forward, no matter what is happening. You don't look back, you look straight. If I had my own way, I would remove the word background from the dictionary. Let people look at their front ground instead of their background. Background can deceive people. You were born into a family of wealth, and so you are inheriting from the family. And your potentials die in you because you don't have the, the avenue to show forth what you carry. It is what they carried and they got for you. You now come in there and you are enjoying it. In your moment of challenge, you cannot stand. Say, Dada Ba. And the pastor, you chop on a fresh one near the cheese and you should. Now, and your cheese, you have to say, I can't. Say, me, 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 ma, me, ma, papa, you can't, 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 you enter and get down. Enter this one. And I don't like this car. I've used it three times. I'm not going to use it again. You, you have all these things at your disposal. So you are not able to harness your own potentials. And you can't harness those ones. Because they are And the father did all the fighting. And he just pronounced him as the, the king. And he came on. There was nothing for him to do. He got to a point he was going from tree to tree, from animal to animal, and all he was doing, telling people the stories about these things. He, he, he conquered nature, if you like. But he did not have understanding of simple obedience. Simple what? Obedience. That God said this, and I'm not going to do it. No. He was so spoiled that he could not live as a man. That is Solomon for you. I want to marry, so he began to marry and marry your marriable. Married everywhere. Including women that God said they should not go near to, he went there. His was to conquer, make fame. That was all. He didn't have cause to be challenged in life. The same thing can befall all of us here if we don't know how to stand well as believers. Because he did the fighting for us. He got a conquest for us. And he pronounced us as a people more than conquerors. Everyone who is more than a conqueror is one who enjoys the booty of triumph. They don't fight. They eat the booty. But there is something more that you can do to make those who have not come to see the joy that you are enjoying. Bringing them even there to come and enjoy it. 
There's a way to organize your life that when you move about, people look at you and they want to be where you belong. We release the aroma of Christ. The knowledge of him is, has a fragrance and we must make sure that we dig very deep into the knowledge and then let the fragrance of it begin to go out. We are saying that Jesus got the authority and gave it to us. And we have authority, but it's an authority that must be abused. It's authority that will show forth the praise of God. So what we are talking about against next year is not for you to go about and be talking to everybody, I have authority. Uh, to do what? I have authority over demons. It, it, having authority over demons is no possession. Because he conquered demons already for you. And he took you away from the origin. He didn't leave you there. If he had let you, let you there, just left you in that place, you would have seen what the devil would do to you. He took you from that place. He took their hands off you, and then he carried you from where the devil and his cohorts are, and took you to another kingdom. But you are in this world, so you see the devil. And he comes around you. He flies over your roof. But the glory of God is that you have the power to stop him not to perch on your roof. He can fly over, but he has no right to perch. And you have that authority to speak and tell the devil, don't come near me. Don't do what? Don't come near. One young man in the Assemblies of God some years ago, we met him in, uh, in, uh, in Nigeria. And when he'll be preaching along these lines, he will remove his shirt. Is a fellow was so tiny that just like me when I was growing up, you don't need any effort to see his ribs. They all, all of them were just there. They were bare. So when anytime you remove his clothes, I look at him and say, but now put on your clothes because it makes you ugly. But he wants to say something. He will shout, I'm a naked electric wire. I'm what? A naked electric wire. The devil touches me and he dies. And this young man will be running to him. He was working at Nepal. He would just be going up and down in the room and be shouting like that. But he understood the type of authority that he carried. And he wanted people to understand what it was. A naked electric wire. You touch me, you are gone. No, he not had But no, can be. You should be able to get crazy over the authority you carry for the good of people. Not for sure. Let me say this one forever and ever. I sat at the office. We were talking. We were having a chat. Myself and the pastor and the Holy Ghost just pulled me somewhere. So I thought that he was leading me to do something. So I quickly opened to that verse of scripture. Now look at what he was saying. Very simple and basic thing that every believer must know. He said, when I be lifted up, I will draw. Amen. And he said, you don't need to do it. You make me do it by lifting me up. He said, if you lift me up, men shall flock to me and not to you. They won't flock to your church. They will flock to me. They will come around me. And when they are around me, they are held. They can't go back. I sat there at the office. 
And when they left and came in here, I was still thinking about this. And I realized that he was showing me one of the keys to use to stay in triumph. That every time you lift him up, you do what? Lift him up. And then he will draw the things that you need to have, the virtue, everything, onto you. Because he is the one you have lifted up. He fought for us. He gave us the privilege to enjoy the booties. And he says, always lift me up and you will keep on. You will be sustained in the enjoyment of the booties. If I be lifted up. So your own thing is not for a show. You are doing your own business. Our bishop also made a statement that became very popular. He said, don't go looking for demons. Just do your work. But when you see them cross, you, you, you pull them down. When they cross your path, crush them. But don't go and be looking for them. Don't. They will come. Anytime you are preaching Christ, the enemy will come. But when he comes, you have the authority to put him down. In your home, you don't allow him to come and perch there because he's in trouble. When you sense his presence, manifest. And why don't you put the fragrance over there? That ward him away. Allow the fragrance to fill wherever you are. And then you ward the enemy away. You are on a victory parade. On what? A victory parade. You understand where you are going. And you understand what you carry. In the year 2021, we are on a parade. The victory parade. He fought and got it for us. And we are showing that to the world with our banners. I want you to understand the kind of thing you are going to write on your banner. We belong to different places. We come from different backgrounds. Some of you, your city is waiting for you to go and show them. Let them have an idea of the fragrance. Your village is waiting for you, but you have run away from your village. Growing up, we didn't want to go to the village. Well, we were told so many things. Go to the village, they will kill you. You do this, they will kill you. I don't want to mention, I traveled to a place in Ghana here. And when I got to the place, and I saw the place, and I reflected on people that I know in Accra here, and in Kumasi, and those that I knew in Nigeria, who are from that place, I was wondering, how could this place be like this? It is just one thing. They are scared of by the things they hear. What they hear, they are true, but not to you if you carry your banner. When you are coming, the enemy will begin to go back. When Israel carried the banner of God, as they were advancing, the sea was parting. The mountains were running away. And, and, and the one who was behind the banner was asking them, why are you fleeing? What did you see? Other people may not see, but the devil knew what he saw. That you are coming. That you are what? You are coming. When you see a bulldozer approaching you, will you stand and be looking at it? With all your anointing? You will start speaking in tongues? You take over. Where are the, um, what do you call that place? Um, hey, that's, when you follow Achimota, when you're going, you know, to our wing, you follow Achimota forest there, Achimota, and then you are going towards the overhead. 
you know, that traffic light there, that shell filling station, we were coming in. So it, it, the, the light stopped as it was red. When it was green, one man was moving with their daughter, just crossing the road in front of us. <laughs> I was on one side and the other. So I sounded home. Where? The man jumped and left the child. Yes, now. Life sweet. Who wants to die? By impulse, he leaped first. But he didn't leave the child's hand. The child was there. So if there had been a vehicle that was on top speed, it would have gotten the child. Nobody wants to die. Nobody. I was watching one film yesterday. And I told my wife, I said, look, people who want to die. You, want, you say you want to jump from a solid building to the ground. And you are telling people that you want to die. You don't need any announcement. Just jump. And now I said, those who do those things, when they jump midway from their height to the ground, they regret. And they would have wished that something would happen that would take them back there or receive them coolly and put them down. But we're too late. And my wife said, everyone who is committing suicide regrets before he dies. And I believe that one. Nobody wants to die like that. Not even one that is said to be dead in the bed, very sick, and sees death coming. No. No. For a moment, no. Out of desperation, I'm, I'm tired. A woman farming corner, me Once you boss, hey, me wo, me wo, me wo. A woman farm or boss was me wo. You get a point. Nobody wants to die. Nobody. Nobody. If you don't want to die, then when they, they, that vehicle is coming, don't stand there. Stay aside. There is one who seeks to destroy you. It is your banner that will keep that thing away from you. You are in the parade. You have seen some of these things these days. Almost all the parties, or principally the two parties, uh, leading parties in Ghana, they are your manner of things everywhere. I think they ended it yesterday. They can't campaign again. Aha. The next campaign will be when either they win or they lose. And when they lose, they will still go to uh, church to go and thank God for keeping them safe. And when they win, they will come and thank God for victory. And then they will parade around. In your own victory parade, there is no negative there. Yours is positive. And you are moving forward. So in that year, we are carrying up the things that Jesus did for us. And we are showing those things to the world that this is the banner of love. This is the banner of victory. This is the banner of excellence. Whatever thing that you know that you, uh, you need or you, you get in Christ, show it to the world. When you do that one, you are sending for the fragrance that will hit other people and bring them to salvation. And if for those who are saved, they want to dig deeper and deeper. One of such banners is the banner of testimonies. People feel shy testifying. Sometimes I don't share testimonies um, for very obvious reasons. But it's still not good. What God has done for you, let the world know. But your testimony has the power to awaken something in somebody. Set him on the path of victory. 
You may must have forgotten. You know, when you're overwhelmed by challenges, you may even forget. I told the story of the one of pastor whose child was sick. And then he ran to his brother's house. I am the brother with speed. Brother Fusu, my child, my child. Now, the next thing I said was, let's call Dr. Anoji. There was one pediatric uh, consultant in the place where we were in Nigeria. Let's call him. We called the man. He said we should be coming. We went, we went to the hospital. These are two men of God. The child was sick. We look for the doctor first. We go to the doctor and he asked, Sir, have you prayed? Have you what? Oh, that kind of shame that we entered into. <laughs> doctor, doctor, Akrano, Akrano, where are you? Was in a man bombing. I saw for no crack, ran a cost of a doctor. Doctor, you will say, Yen, sir, you are Imagine that thing. The doctor will be at the hospital. Anytime he had a challenge with any patient, he will call us in the house and we will pray with him. Sometimes he will come to the house, we will pray, and then things will happen over there. Now we have a situation in our hands and we have forgotten about prayer. Sometimes you get so overwhelmed that you forget yourself. Somebody is overwhelmed by challenges and he has even forgotten to go back to God. When you share your testimony, no. And if he's a sincere person, right there on the seat, Father, forgive me. I should have come to you first. My friend, there is what you are going to do to affect your world. This liturgy is too much. Let us wake up and show forth. Let's send it across. Victory what? Parade. So make sure you're organizing victory parade for us next year. We'll carry banners and be moving about. They have finished their politics. Let's go and do our own tricks. Spiritual tricks. Spiritual tricks. Glory to God. I don't know if I'm going to buy it. But I'm going to buy it. 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 And friend, and who that someone will be also a Christian. There's, there's no shame about it. There's only glory. There's no shame. Wherever you are, let them show. Let them say anything they want to say about you. Let them say anything they want to say about you. What year year ye Christos matter when you are here? Christian. If you like, join me. That's the point. Join me. Show him forth. Show him what? For, as we show forth your dresses, like you would do on Sunday, I mean, what do you call it? On Christmas Day. The Christmas Day, everybody comes out big, big time. If I this Christmas, I'll look for some sack. And so suit. With a sack. Yes. When I do that one, by Easter, I mean, next New Year, somebody will show another one. By all means, you must show forth your Christ. In any little way, let people see it. When they say you are going to die, you say, I can never die. Say it like that. They say, oh, you are too known. We are what? Too known. You say to me, I have victory over death in Christ Jesus. It is not me, but he 
you show that one, vocalizing it, you show it, demonstrating how you want to go with your banner. I cannot fail. I cannot fail. I cannot fail. So whatever you are going to do next year, know that you cannot fail. Whatever you are going to do, know that there is help at the corner for you. No matter where you are, the help of God is coming your way. 